What is going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast. This is Vitamin Sports. We talk about sports every day, just like you take take your vitamins every day. Man, I want to get right into it. I got a special topic I want to talk about, which is dear to my heart because I am a recent graduate from Bowie State University. I want to talk about why D2 schools are not getting looked at far as like HBCUs are not getting looked at by the NFL. A lot of people might say, well, it's not that much competition at the D2 level. Yeah, in some parts, yeah, that's true. But the only reason why people can say that is because a lot of the athletes transition to D1 schools because D1 schools can provide them that spotlight on television, the endorsements, the guarantee to go to the NFL. You know, if some are so fortunate to make it. But... I think there's a lot of talent at the D2 level. Some schools at the D1 level don't offer scholarships to certain players. And some recruits go out for the top guys, and that's not always the case. I think people forget, before all these African-Americans was going to HBC, I mean, going to D1 schools, we were only allowed to go to HBC. We had to create our own schools. Hence the name, Historically Black Colleges. We had to create those in order to get the opportunities of education, you know, jobs, even stardom, and a chance to go to the NFL. Like, when I think of HBCUs, I think they should get the same, same level as D1 schools. Like, you know, some of the great talent came from these D1 programs, like a Jerry Rice, like a Walter Payton, you know, guys like Hall of Fame. That's Hall of Fame right there, two guys. I just named Jerry Rice, Walter Payton, Shannon Sharp. Man, the list goes on, man. It's just so many, so much talent out there that people forget about. Or Dean, Deacon Jones from the Rams. People like people forget there was talent. Eric Dickerson, SMU. Like, come on now. Like Michael Strahan from Texas Southern. Like, it's talent at the HBC level. People just gotta be willing to take a chance and really watch some of the games that HBCUs be having because let's be honest, HBCU games are more lit than D1 schools games. I'm not even gonna hold you. Unless it's an Alabama or uh University of Miami, you know, the top schools. And man, you only just going there because it's on TV. But if you ever been to a Bowie State game, even Bum Morgan State, just or even um, fam, you Howard, you know, and it's not even equivalent to just football. We could take it to basketball. D one, you can go to a like again a Boy State game, Morgan State game, a Howard. You can go to a North Carolina, I mean North Carolina or A and T Ant. You can go to Ant or NCAT. You can go to Clark, Morehouse. Like, 
is so many fam like I said, fam you again. Acorn, where you know, Steve McNair went. You know, there's so many different schools out there that had the capability of, you know, picking great players from that. And I just named you some Hall of Famers from the NFL that came to the league and took it by storm. Eric Dickerson still holds the record for the single season rushing record that has yet to be broken. Jerry Rice is in the own class of himself when it comes to receivers. 22,000 yards? Like what? Like 199 touchdowns? 1,000 receptions? Hold... Previously hold the Super Bowl record before Julian Edelman broke it. Like, I, like I don't know what to say. I think people should really look at the HBCU game, HBCUs, and pick talent from there because there's so it's talent everywhere. You just got to be willing to really take the time and observe it. Like, I want to give a special shout out to the two-time champ, divisional champions, Bowie State University. There's talent at Bowie State. Amir Hall, who had the all-time record for D1 passing yards. He got all the school. He got all the Bowie State records. But we're talking about D2 records. The CIAA, he has those records. Not to mention, Bowie State has one of the best offensive lines out there. Shout out to my boy, Justice Davis, a future NFL player. You know, there's there's talent everywhere. And if you go to a NFL Hall of Fame and you go to the HBCU players, they will tell you there's talent there. But you have to be willing to really look at the talent. Talent is talent. If you see, if you go to a game and you see a kid drop 30, doing certain milestone numbers is not easy. I don't care what nobody tell you. Oh, he's not playing nobody. That's not his fault. It's the school he had funds for. It's the school he went to and he dominated. You you should want to see him on the next level. You should want to take a chance on him like, okay, boom. I'm going to pick up this young guy because he ran for 2,000 yards, has broken all all of the HBCU records for the division he was in. Like, I'm going to really pay attention to this guy. Okay. What if he goes to the next level? And dominates there. Like an Eric Dickerson. Then you're going to be looking like you're crazy. So it's just all on what you're evaluating. But I think HBCU should be given a chance to be looked at at the highest level. Because some of these kids y'all be picking up. Some of these kids that these GMs be picking up are hot garbage and they were sitting on the bench for how many years 
and you picked them up because of the name of the school you went to? Nah. That's a waste of a pick, and that's a waste of a player's time. Just because he sat on the bench doesn't mean he's going to automatically come to the come to your program and be the best thing since sliced bread. I don't think so. I don't know what fairy tale these people living in nowadays, but that ain't it. So I want y'all to think long and hard. I need y'all to give these HBCUs a chance, just like you did back in the day. I know circumstances were different, but there's talent everywhere. There's talent at HBCUs. Not disrespecting to anybody that's in D1, but I've seen some D1 players that don't that can't even hold their own against some D2, D some D2 players. And I think it's because the D2 players are hungrier than the D1 players. Them D2 players are hungry. They want it. They will go arm in arm to get that opportunity to go to the NFL. Because they started from the bottom and they at the top. And there are some D1 players that have that started from the bottom mentality and worked their way to the top. But I just see it a lot more at a D2 level. And that's only because of circumstances. But sometimes you got to have that dog in you. And I'm going to bring this dog mentality topic back up for the next podcast. I want you all to stay tuned because I'm coming with that fire and desire. You know it never stop. See ya.